Hello, everybody. It's your friendly neighborhood Zippy here for another、uh, great old time with my pal Connor. Well, hello, Adam. Hello, and our DM Seth. Yo, what up? And I'm not. I'm Jacob. Not. I don't live through Zippy. That would be an awful experience. But、uh, I. <laughs> I'm here doing your intro, and we're actually going to do a little game this time. But just to just to make sure our our creativity starts spinning, and you guys can feel like you're interested listening to us. You know, I feel like that makes sense. Am I doing this okay, Seth? No. <laughs> Continue though. <laughs>、uh, I should never have given him the keys. <laughs> That's the, the gas pedal going. <laughs> All right,、um, so we're gonna do a forbidden word game, and we've already chosen Connor as the person who's gonna gonna be subject to this. Basically, how it goes is that the three of us are going to pick a word. I'll Facebook it to them so Connor doesn't have to drop the call or anything, and then.、Uh, We're gonna try get to get Connor to say the word, and we're just gonna have a conversation with Connor. And as soon as,、um, actually, Connor, you, you should drop the call so we can let the viewers know what the word is too, so they can be in anticipation of you almost saying the word. Take your headphones off and walk away. Here,、uh, I'm I'm gonna drop for I'm gonna do a timer for thirty seconds. You guys got thirty seconds to figure it out. All right, and then I'll just rejoin. All right, Ready?、Okay. three, two, one, go. Okay. He's gone. So, the Pathfinder. The, <laughs> the word. <laughs> we'll we'll just it's just go. We'll just do go. That's the random word I got. It seems super easy. Okay, well I can do another word, Seth. Are you the DM、okay. right now? No. Do you know what we、no. should do? Is we should have go, and if he gets it, we just really fast. We'll just pretend like that wasn't it, and we'll have a backup word that we'll just、What's、switch to. What's backup word? Similar. Similar. Okay. okay, so go, and then if he does, and if he doesn't get go for a long time, if he gets go, that'll be fine. But if he gets、Here、it right away, we'll go to similar.、Uh, no, 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 no! It's been thirty seconds. You should have been paying attention. Yep, that's me, getting ready to play another game with my friends. You're probably wondering, while we were prepping to play this little mini game that Jacob had set up for us, what was Connor doing all alone when he was outside the call? Well, lucky for you. Connor kept his mic recording the whole time, so why don't we all just take a moment, listen in, and experience Connor's thoughts? I'm just、uh, here by myself,、um, sitting looking at the timer. It's been ten seconds, approximately, since I dropped the Skype call. It's、uh, extremely lonely. I'm feeling the amount of sorrow welling up inside me, and it's、uh, just excruciating. I don't know if I'll last much longer. I don't know. When... Oh, hey, look at that! It's been thirty seconds. What did you hear? Did you hear anything? I didn't hear anything. Oh, you、good. promise? Oh, promise. That's why I came in saying hello.、Okay. Oh man, <laughs> okay, our <laughs> listeners—they—they they know the word, Connor. Okay. Okay, well, so、don't. Connor, I'll start, and then we'll go Adam and Seth. Connor, how was your day today? What what did you what what did you do at work?、Uh, my day has been good、uh, at work. I、uh, did some animation today, a little bit of 
uh, color theory research. Um, research? And, uh, what is that like? <laughs> um, I think it's pretty fun, actually. Um, being able to just kind of like look like the 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 theory behind like some color palettes how to create color palettes and um i'm so sorry concept art i'm trying to avoid the word but i don't know what the word is so i'm i'm, I'm speaking in ways seth that ask, i don't normally speak. seth ask him a question um so you like colors as you previously mentioned yeah uh which which are your favorites and why okay um my favorite uh colors periwinkle oh nice have you ever have you ever been somewhere with that color been somewhere yeah have you ever seen that color in the wild uh no not really (laughs) yeah we'll take a different approach um what are you up to this weekend connor uh not a lot. I'll probably be hanging out at home uh, with the family. Do you have any um, errands? Uh, I I might have to do some shopping. Uh, I might have to go. Buy, uh, <laughs> 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 what was it? <laughs> Bye. Nothing. We didn't get it. Uh, we're gonna keep oh, going. We didn't get it. We do- we totally didn't get it. Um, no, he we got it. We got the first one. Yeah, I know we got it. We're what gonna go on it? to the second one now. We're gonna do the second one. We'll tell you after. Wait, you gotta tell me what the first word is. No. Yeah. Okay. So that's the <laughs> it's it's buy. Was it buy? <laughs> no. No. Uh Some. Jacob or Adam, you go. Okay. Um What are your two favorite video games? Uh the first one's Valorant. Uh games that people like, know about, obviously. That's that's a pretty popular game right now. It's a competitive shooter, it's fine. Um and then probably one of my other top games of all time is Legend of Zelda. Do you, know, time. do you know what I think? What do you think the problem is with uh, all shooters in general? Uh, a lot of them can be pretty repetitive, I guess. Ah! Um, cool. That's interesting. No, no, no. Well, Va- Valorant, it, that's like CSGO, right? Yeah, it, it it is. It's like a mix of CSGO and Overwatch. But like, oh, So there's more like custom abilities and stuff in it as well. But I was never really into CSGO. So they're basically right. the same game. Uh, well, in terms of them being both five versus five, like tactical, like competitive shooters, then yes. Interesting. But uh, they're not the Connor. exact oh, Yeah, go ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead, Seth. You go ahead. Connor, uh, you're, you're, you just had a new baby. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Uh, do you mind if I disclose your baby's name? Uh, so you know who I'm sure. talking about? Uh, your baby Lincoln mm-hmm. and your other child Charlie. Mm-hmm. How are they both doing? Uh, good. They're both doing well. Um, Notice anything about them? <laughs> they're brothers. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, are, Charlie. They was... have, are they like in a? Uh, are you trying to get me to say similar? Ah, I did yes. it! I did it! That counts. <laughs> that totally counts. I figured it out. <laughs> I just figured to move on. I'll just fine. Say. We got one, and then he got one. Okay. Maybe we'll do uh, another round of this next time. Maybe <laughs> this is our new intro thing. We're just going to do games before we play an the, actual game. The first word was "go," Connor. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I said I was gonna go by. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, you, right. that you was were a close. Win. A few times I felt. Yeah, go was definitely a win for us. So yeah, we were so 100%. close when you said repetitive. It's like, oh yeah, these games are pretty. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was that's where I kind of got like the first tell for the second one. I was like, okay. See, I I, I really showed close. my my hand. That was my fault. Had <laughs> something about comparison. Like it was, yeah. There's, I was, I. It was that was the first that was the first I think like where you like you tipped your hand a little bit was was that one and then we we got there. Yeah, let's not dwell on my failures, okay? Moving on. <laughs> All right. DM Seth, take it away. <laughs> Get out of that driver's seat. Um that was pretty fun. Why don't we just play that for like two hours? Um <laughs> new podcast. Just what you don't know, new- Seth. Seth, what you don't know is before the Skype call, there's actually a word we're waiting for you to say that we all decided beforehand. Was it recap? Oh my oh, gosh, he's so dead. I knew he'd say it. <laughs> oh, oh man, I lost. Damn it. Um but yes, recap. We're done we're a Dungeons and Dragons podcast if you didn't figure that out yet. It's pretty obvious. Um Okay, recap guys. We're Let's almost get nine into minute it. intro of non Dungeons and Dragons related content. I think we've done 15 minutes before, so <laughs> this, is, this is pretty good. Don't get me started on the candy um, bars again. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so recap. Last week, the gang fought with Chanzog and his two attendants, the Changeling and the Centaur. Um, they absolutely decimated that fight, even though there was an alcohol fountain going. They knocked out the centaur, they they knocked out the changeling, no problem, and they had Chansog on his hands, his forehands, and knees, um, while Zippy was a peacock in the corner. Uh, but just when the gang thought they had won, Peterson and Darian felt a welling within them, a welling of power, and the blue flower attacked again, causing them to just take serious amounts of damage, and Peterson went under for a sec. Um, but at, with their guards down and eventually just completely passing out, Chanzog took back the piano key, uh, and ran off towards Michi or the second grand treasure. Zippy though, being the little sneaky peacock he is, (laughs) um, he, 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 found some gnomes to help him carry the guys back to the ship and get some of their stuff back from the loot pile as well as grab some new items. Back on the ship, uh, he also ran into Chris along the way. Uh, And with Chris, Zippy and him went to chase after Chansog. Peterson and Darian woke up shortly after and they also went to go chase after Chansog towards the second grand treasure, even though they're very damaged and wounded. Um, They don't have a lot of health. (laughs) Now they gotta fight. I'm getting ahead of myself. Basically, they went in the second grand treasure. It's this giant library. It's just this circular kind of like pillar-esque design where there's like a ring of uh, library books and hallways and stuff, and it just goes down. There's like a hole in the middle, and it's just an endless pit, it seems. Uh, And Chanzog was dumping stuff down it. And Zippy, you flew down into the pit while Darian and Peterson are confronting Chanzog. But you're flying down because the piano key was dropped. And it fell, and you didn't catch it. And it fell down the pit. And that's where you are right now. You are... When you we last left you, you were just about 30 levels deep. And it was very dark. 
and you also just cast Produce Flame in your hand. So you can have a little bit more vision. Even though you have dark vision, it doesn't give you 100% vision in the dark, so you're using light a little bit. And you have this flame ball in your hand as you're just diving down on your magic carpet. 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42. Stop, stop. You keep, (laughs) you keep going. Uh, You're constantly glancing to your left and right to see if on any of the nearby like balconies or the edges uh, if you can see the key if it fell there or anything but you're going deeper and you notice at the earlier levels you could see some people you saw some people with white eyes Um, but the further you go down the less populated the floors seem and at this point 45 46 47. You're not seeing anybody. 55. 56. 57. 58. 59. 60. I need this piano key. You're continuing to dive deep. And it's getting oppressively dark. And zippy you feel on your person you felt like there was like a magnetism on your items that was like drawing them in and you can feel it's really strong now and it's actually slightly like turning you while you're flying down you can feel just the magnetism is like it's very intense like you're you have the bucket with level juice which is the strongest pull right now and uh, you have that attached to you but it's like really kind of horizontal like being pulled Uh, I go towards where it's I feel like it's pulling me to. Okay. You can tell it's just a few floors lower. 70. 71. 72. You can see it's starting to arc up. 73. 74. 75. And it straightens out and it's horizontal. And it's pointing just into the blackness on one of these balcony levels. Um, I well, so I stop and I guess I, I get on the balcony where I feel like the pole's coming from. You get on the balcony and you can feel it's just dragging you forward. And before at the higher levels, like it didn't seem like it was a very thick ring around the pit, but now it seems like you can't see the wall, like you can't see the end wall. It's just rows of books and narrow like library alleyways where bookshelves are stacked one by one but it's leading you into this narrow hallway in the dark um i press on i oh my gosh i'm nervous about the books and everything but uh i don't i don't i think i just need to press on i know i Darian uh, told me that they're up there. I guess I'll let him know what. F- do I know what floor I'm on? Like, did I did I count on the way down here? Since you were counting, I think so. Okay. Will my Rocky Walkie even reach him? I'm gonna try. You pull out your Rocky Walkie, and you go to talk, and you hit click. There's no click, and then all of a sudden, you notice you weren't paying attention because you were so just engrossed in finding the key and going deeper. 
but your produced flame in your hand, like it's still going, but it's not making any sound. It's not crackling or anything. And you even notice when you're stepping on the floor, it's not making any sound. And you go to talk into the rocky walkie, and you can feel the vibrations in your throat, but no sound is coming out. I don't like that at all. Um. <laughs> uh, okay, well. I'm horrified. Since Same I, even, even if. I'll assume the Rocky Walkie doesn't work then. If that's the case, then I'm gonna leave the produced flame on the ledge here in case they come down. Okay. It, will, is, it's not getting pulled by the magnet or anything? No. Only your items. Okay, so I'll keep the produce flame here. Um, and hopefully that's a good enough tell for them. Okay. Um, is there any is, is there any other natural light in this hallway? Not natural light, uh, like like torches or anything? You don't see any like torches on the wall, anything like that. It's just dark and books. Uh... I have the the queen's sheets, remember from season one. Be a ghost. Yes. Um. I I mean I have some extra clothes I can burn. I guess I don't know how long they'll burn for though. Oh wait, I have I have a torch. Okay. Um. Since uh, since I need my flame, I have the produced flame. I'm gonna leave a torch here for the two in case they come down just to see just so they'll hopefully think this is where i kind of got off hopefully they'll assume because i don't see any other torches pitch black down here right yes okay so uh can i like lean the torch against something is this can i stick it in one of the bookshelves or yeah you could do that you could makeshift that. Okay, I like jam the pointy end of the torch into one of the bookshelves, and then I like just light the end of it there. As you jam it in, you feel the shock wave of like just like you know stabbing it. You can feel the the you can almost visualize the just the snapping and crackling, but there is no sound. And you stab it in, and you light it, and it it burns bright. All right, I hope hope Darian and Peterson see this I'm really far down here but the key must be this way I mean if I go any deeper I I might not ever get back up alright I'll just trust my gut here David be with me and you go into the dark of of a hallway and we're gonna cut back up to Darian and Peterson. Please roll initiative. Because where we last left you, Chanzog just got like slapped from you and he's just ready all fists up, ready to fight you. And his crystal eyes shining through his torn uh, mask. 19 for me, DM. Uh, That's only a 12 for me. (laughs) So Peterson... You are up first. Chanzog is about 15 feet away from you. You were a little bit further back. 
uh, but he's standing there just ready right next to the balcony edge. Uh, and he's just, he looks beaten up just as you guys are beaten up, but he's ready to fight. What would you like to do? And he's facing me like he can see me for sure, right? Yeah, he's facing, like Darian's immediately in front of him. And then you're just behind Darian. Okay, I am going to use my 30 feet of movement to kind of drift um, to go behind him and attack him from behind. And I'm just going to do primal savagery right into his back. Okay. Um, go for it. Okay, roll the hit. Uh, 11 plus 8, 19. <laughs> yeah, that hits. Boom. 2d10. Uh, 11 points of uh, slashing damage. Dang, okay. You cut through, and you can hear your claws just scraping on his back. Uh, and you just see, ching, like, fur, purple fur just goes flying as you just scrape. And they kind of let out a yelp and go, and they grab the balcony, like, railing with two of their arms, just both their right ones, uh, and just to stabilize themselves. It is now Chanzog's turn. So Chanzog is going to just take a swing at you, Peterson, because Darren's still a little too far away. Uh, but they're going to take a swing right at you with both of their left arms. Dang it, I thought I was flanking him. Dang it. Okay. What's your AC? Uh, 15. Okay, only one of them hits. Nice. And they did terribly. That is only a five damage. Oh, thank the Lord. <laughs> All right, duly noted. Boom. Yeah, you must be pretty low. Oh, I'm after I'm extremely flower low. damage. I'm extremely low. They just reach out with one. They go for a hook. You duck, and then as you duck, the other one just comes out for a jab, the lower of the left arms, and it just socks you right in the right in the mask, right in the face, and uh, and you take five damage. Okay. Now it is Darian's turn. Darian is going to twirl his treasure hunting cloak so that it covers his body, and I'm going to activate uh, the metal coating uh, on myself to raise my AC, uh, and then I'm going to sprint forward and, uh, flanking with Peterson, take two swings at him. Okay. Uh, Roll the hit. Uh, Is that advantage because I'm flanking? Yeah. Uh, 23 uh, to hit. Ugh. I gotta beef up these bad guys more <laughs> with your freaking plus eight. Okay, yeah, that hits. Okay, and 21 to hit. Uh, yeah, that also hits. Okay. That's uh, 27 damage total. <laughs> okay. You go just slashing with your long sword, correct? That's correct. The dancing blade. You take out the dancing blade. And just go slashing. And as you slash, you can feel the the balance on this blade is extremely, like, well done. And, like, it's effortless to swing, it feels. And you go swinging once and then again for 26 damage, just cutting him up and flanking. He's now, like, he, he just flails back and he grabs the railing with all four of his arms. And he's just, like, prostrated before you, basically. And he looks pretty wounded. Peterson, it is your turn. Do I... He's pretty wounded, eh? Uh, okay. Finish him. Yeah, I mean... Sweet, yeah, I'll do... Man, Primal Savagery. Tried and true. Bam, I attack him from behind. Okay, roll the hit with advantage. Okay. 
Uh, wow, they I rolled two dice. They're both 13. 13 plus 8, 21. Yes, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that does it. Okay, uh, 2d10. Here we go. And I'm going to say, Ancestors, guide my strike. 17 points of slashing damage. <laughs> they wail. They're just wailing. And as you claw and you're clawing again at the fur, you start noticing below the fur is a very, like, crystalline, shiny hide. Like, the actual skin is very, like, pearlescent. Um, and you can see they're still standing, but incredibly wounded. And they're just holding the railing as you're just just wailing on him. And he... Chansog turns and says, Dogaja! Ziba! And they go to jump over the railing and swing themselves around uh, to the next level below. Please both roll attack of opportunities. Ooh, very nice. Is that so with advantage because of flanking? Yes. Oh, nice. Uh, for me, 10 plus 8, 18. Six, yeah, that hits. 16 plus 8, 24. 4 minus 1. Three points of damage. <laughs> That's ten damage for me. Okay. You both just jump at each of his hands. Like, his lower hands are grabbing the railing as his top two hands are trying to swing his momentum to, like, rotate underneath. And you go to stab each of his hands, and you can feel just the crystalline high, just like, ding! And it just stabs, and he... And you can hear, like, his hand, he loses his balance and just goes, like, crashing and knocks his chin on the second level lower and falls. But they reach out and miss the third level. And they try to grab it, and their arm just, like, breaks through the barrier, uh, like, the, the, the railing, and it just smashes through. You can just hear it smashing. And they arc themselves, and they land approximately, as what you can tell, five levels lower. Wow. Uh, oh, boy. Well done, Toro One. You move swift with that blade. Thank you. We're not out of the woods yet. Well, typically you're supposed to compliment my finesse as well. I mean, <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. Opportunity <laughs> is gone. <laughs> I mean, you still could insist. I mean, fine, I'm, whatever. You were savage on his back. Okay, there you go. Let's just, can we please kill him? Yes. Uh, can I... If you're gonna climb down, can I hold on to you? I... I was gonna cast a spell. Okay, do your thing. There are... I should mention, before you do this, just that there are also stairs that kind of lead in a circular way down, like, to each level. It's like, there's one on each level that leads down to the next and the next. How many feet down is the fifth floor? Be like 50... It'd be like 50 feet. It'd be 50 feet. Not very high okay. ceilings. Ten feet not raised. You think it'd be like Yeah, it's pretty cramped. <laughs> um Grant trigger my ass. <laughs> if I was to like jump down the way he did, would I land on the fifth floor? Like does it kind of reach in a little bit, or I would have to like loop like loop around kind of thing. You'd have to kind of loop around. The only reason they did it is because they like grabbed and reached out and like swung themselves. Even though it was terribly done, they still mm-hmm. managed to cut their momentum okay um and can i can i still see him like is he just at the bottom floor um 
like you you can see yeah you look over the edge and you can see just some flirt fur and just like a body lying on the floor down there okay um i'm gonna cast zephyr strike on myself hold on before he does if he looks like he's about to do anything like going over the rail i would like dm if you'll let me i'd like to grab onto his pants and pull and say (laughs) and say uh one there's no bottom it's not risk it's too risky I'm gonna take the stairs. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> wow, I'm just assuming way too much. Okay, do your thing. I'll stop interrupting you. <laughs> I was gonna jump though, in your defense. It's totally fine. Um, originally. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna cast Zephyr Strike on myself, which doubles my movement to, uh, 60 feet. Um, and I'm going to sprint in 60 feet, uh, down the stairs. Um, and I want to see how far that gets me. You blitz towards the stairs and the stairs have this nice, lovely red carpet that leads down it. And it's very like continuous, uh, stairs. Like once you get to the next level, there's just a little platform and then the next set of stairs is immediately in front of it. It's not like it's on the other side, um, of like the pit. So you run down and you're just blitzing down the stairs, going, going, going. Uh, and Peterson, are you going to follow? I am, but I'm going to do Toll the Dead as I go, a range of 60 feet. Okay. So, Darian, as you're blitzing, you first see, just immediately once you go down a level, you can see some people reading books, and they seem totally entranced by these books. There's just a handful. You see, like, one or two on that level. Then you move down another one, and you see there's a few more. There's, like, six to seven, just in the immediate kind of area and you move down again and you see there's about 10 to 15 and then again you're moving down you get to the fifth level just sprinting and you arrive and you look out and before i describe what you see peterson you are following and you're ringing the toll of the and you can see as you're following you see the same amounts of people but when you're ringing you can see their heads turn up from their books Mm. and they look over to you and you can just see glistening white eyes pure white eyes wow and you're constantly going down and you run all the way down and bump into darian because darian's just kind of standing there with his jaw dropped as you just see a swarm of people, like with books, waddling over to Chanzog. And some of them turn around, and you can see it's like a horde of zombies before you. There's about 150 in the immediate area. It's like a f- incredibly packed. And you can see all these white eyes look up and then look to you. Like both of us? Yeah, they look to you, to both of you. And then in the back behind them, you can see some purple fur rustling and some people like handing books and holding books high up above their heads at the other side because Chanzog's at the other end of these people. And you can see Chanzog stands up and their eyes have gone white. They're not even crystal anymore. They're just white orbs. And Chanzog is standing behind this horde of white-eyed zombies. Oh, shit. We would do well to leave this place, tall one. We, we gotta go down and get Zippy. Do you got a way down for us? 
Oh, I may have something. Do I still have Char the lizard? Yeah, Char the lizard is still like hiding in your coat pocket. And it, it's a salamander-esque animal. Yes. It can climb? Tech- yes. I don't think it's like a gecko. Oh, so it can't... It, it can climb, like, okay. It can't climb stone, like... I think it could. It's got sharp talons. Okay, I want to use my enlarged ruler to make it, <laughs> like, a rideable mount for the two of us. <laughs> okay. I... Yeah. You stretch it out, and it grows like a foot long. It enlarges, but it's still not rideable. Like it doesn't—it doesn't grow exponentially. It just grows as much as the ruler. Oh. You know what I mean? No, you said it's—it's it's, you enlarge a part of it, and then the rest of it scales. So if he was to enlarge its talon, the rest of it would scale. Okay, well, the, I'm gonna assume that like it's all one thing. It's not like the nuts and bolts of a train, okay. which work. Okay, you know what <laughs> I mean? Right. It's like an organic I'm... being. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, if I don't. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, shit, that did nothing. But they're kind of big, and you can see there's some flames in their mouth, just like Charmander. <laughs> And they're like, <laughs> do you, can you not bring your your birds back? Oh, yes. <laughs> and I'm gonna summon Abigail and Brisbum, if they can, to fly down, uh, and then fly down into the room, down the five floors, and catch us. And, and as they're coming, I'm gonna say they don't do well with vertical flying. We'll have to just make a hasty descent. Sounds good with me. So you're going to try and run through this horde of zombies to get to, like, the outer railing and jump onto these birds. I Well, shouldn't we already be at the outer railing? Or was the... The, the stairs are at, like, the edges of the walls. Oh, I see. So you have to kind of uh, go into each floor before you can descend. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I misunderstood that. Uh, well, yeah. and uh, Unless, I mean, DM, can I look around for, like, a door? You look around and there are no no doors in sight. Man, uh Oh frick. Wow, this is really scary. Um Total One, I the only thing I have is a wall of fire. That could carve a path for us. <sighs> shoot, 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 shoot. Alright, let's do it! Wait. And I'm Hold gonna, on. Um Uh They're like walking how, towards how- us. How far is it to the to the ledge? Uh, it's a it's about like forty five feet. Uh, are are the zombies packed to the ledge? Yeah. Oh shoot! I'm okay. Um, all right. Throw up the wall of fire. All right, ancestors. And I basically, if the sound effect didn't, you know, bring everyone into the world already. Uh, basically, I clap my hands and pull them apart and. In the shape of like ancestral beings, they explode into a big wall of flame that I want to basically open up like a fan DM so that it kind of pushes zombies away so that we can run along the wall towards the opening in the center of the room. And after he does that, I want to bring out my wind fan. Oh my god, again. Yes. Gust of wind amplify it to just okay. blast them. You do the same combo wombo technique, and 
<laughs> you blast the flames. Uh, roll damage for me. Uh, they do have to make a... Let me check a kind of save here. I think they make a constitution. Or is it strength saving throw? It's gust of wind. I gotta double check that. Either way, they're gonna they're gonna group fail this one. <laughs> nice. Okay. Eight d eight. Then okay. Thirty one points of fire damage on my part. Okay. You can see it blasts over the crowd, and you can just hear oh, oh, oh all these moans, but they're not like over the top, like screaming like they're in fire. They're just moans as this fan and flame just engulf. The area you can see bookshelves and books are on fire, no. and like kind of crumbling. No, but then you can hear the moans, and then do, 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 do. you can see they're diving through the flame. Their flesh is peeling. It seems like these people have no sense of pain. They are working at full capacity, even though like their bones are showing, and some of them are just collapsing, dying. They are just like booking it towards all of you. And leading the charge at the back, you can see with singed purple fur is a more diamond-encrusted, like, pearlescent Chanzog with just a full kind of crystalline hide. They kind of look like a bugbear if they were, like, really glamorous and also had forearms. And they are just... You have a horde of zombies chasing right through the fire towards you. And that's where we're going to cut. Ah! Zippy. It's silent. You're walking with your produced flame and taking every step carefully, really trying to pay attention to your surroundings. Is Zippy scared? Um... I don't think so. I think he actually, he's pretty calm because he has to listen to Peterson and Darian all the time. So this quietness <laughs> is actually pretty nice. Wow. <laughs> no, I think I think the fact that he can't even probably hear his own heartbeat is probably not triggering him, but he's probably like beating faster than he knows. And I feel like since Zippy relies on his hearing for almost all his perception, he kind <gasps> of is, is, you know, handicapped a little bit in this situation. But you're making your way. And out of the corner of your eye, are you, are, would Zippy be looking at the bookshelves, like the titles of it on the spines of the books on the shelves, or no, just head down? Um, No, he doesn't read. <laughs> that was a shocker. I told you, Mom, I can't read. <laughs> um, no, uh, and I think he's just, since it's like... I think he's just pressing on. I don't think, I think he's, from what he's seen earlier with like the zombie like people above, I think he's just doing his best to just look forward. You're looking forward and pressing on, kind of picking up the pace a little. And then you feel a vibration behind you. And you turn around and see there's just a single book on the floor. Please make a wisdom save. Oh, damn! Why it always be like that? <laughs> oh, pr- yes. Well, I got a nineteen, and then my wisdom's plus four, and I'm adding my proficiency. It's a twenty-seven. Okay. You see a book, and you glance at it for a second, 
and you see the title says how to grow the longest leaves carrots with the purest orange color and the most carroty earthy taste and you see that cover and that title but you know not to let it tempt you and your eyes just dart back forward to your path and you don't even give the book a second thought you just keep moving forward well i don't even let it i'm not even tempted to be honest and i don't even give it a second thought cuz i already know my family already has the greenest and the longest and the <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> you're moving forward into the dark and then just in front of you you see a book is sliding off the wall and it falls to the floor. Make another wisdom save. 25. I got a 17 plus my wisdom and proficiency. It's 25. You are moving and you see it fall and you're like, nope, nope, nope. And you just keep walking right over it. But you did get catch a glimpse of the title, which said, Locations and Methods of Unlocking Every Grand Treasure. And you step over it, and you just keep moving forward. That did seem like a pretty and interesting book, though. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I can't read. <laughs> You're moving forward and forward and forward. And then you see just on your left a book kind of like domino effect is happening next to you. And it's like all the books on your sides are kind of dominoing down and down. And you're like, oh, do you speed up? Slow down? What? Uh, I speed up, I guess, but not full running. You're like sprint walking and moving and moving. And the books are like following you like a domino. Like they're just knocking one into the other, but you can't hear a thing. And you just hear it knocking, knocking, knocking. And then... One falls out again in front of you. Make another wisdom save. Oh my god. This isn't fair. Nat 20, baby. You got nat 20? (laughs) I kicked the book back in the shelf. (laughs) You see it. And on the title, you see this is a book, a black book. With kind of like a white symbol encrusted that you've seen before. The symbol on the front of this book is the same symbol Normandy had on his amulet. And you can see the book title just says, How to Revive a Friend. And you kick the book. (laughs) (laughs) And and the the book goes flying. (laughs) You know it's lies. And you keep pressing on and on and on. And then... You're you're following the bucket the whole way. The bucket is still pointing straight down this pathway. And it's getting stronger and stronger. And then as you're moving, you start seeing something. And you're speeding up walking. And you can see something in front of you is sliding across the floor at like the same pace that you're kind of sprint walking. And you can see a glimmer of it. And it's the piano key. And it's just sliding across the floor because it's being magnetically pulled as well. And it's just sliding down the hallway. I go to grab it. You go to grab it. 
please make uh, an athletics check. Another not 20. <laughs> <laughs> then, oh, I can, like, send pics of this. Because <laughs> it records Dang, my man, rolls. You, this, <laughs> this, this Rasha arc is your arc, man. Jeez, you are getting nat 20s all every day. Okay. You see the, the key is moving, and you just immediately kick with your bunny legs and are hopping and hopping. And you jump, and you cover the key with your foot. And you reach down and you grab it. And you can feel the magnetism on the key is even stronger than the book, than the bucket. And you're holding it in your hands. And you have it. Finally. How do I get... I gotta get out of here now. Because I think the only thing that was... That I needed was the key. I don't think... Like, nothing of Darien's is down here or whatnot, right? Yes. Yeah, that was the only thing you needed. But something calls to me. Something beyond the deep. <laughs> no, nothing does. Because I can't hear. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to retreat back. Because it's just darkness beyond, right? Yes. Yeah, and I don't want to lose any of my items. I'm just going to do the noble thing and just retreat. You pick it up, you look deep down into the the hallway that seems to just never end in its darkness. But you don't need any of the knowledge here because you know this place is like cursed to hell or something. So you take the key and you turn to head back down the hallway. And then you see, you see there is just this incredibly tall, dark figure standing about eight feet away from you, behind you in the hallway. They're like hunched over because the ceiling's only 10 feet and they're like hunched over and they're staring at you. You don't see any like white eyes, but you can tell this just like large cloaked figure with this large cape and like sheepskin collar thing is just like staring you down. They're holding a wooden sword and they are just looking at you and then they start moving forwards uh I, I don't know if I necessarily I can tell it's a wooden sword like I can see him yeah it's like a, a little wooden sword I can only see the sword not the person yeah cause it's like really dark you can tell they're like covered in clothes and like this huge like cloak I don't know if he's necessarily hostile Hello? Did you get stuck down here too? You go to speak and then nothing. But you can feel the vibrations of their footsteps as they're walking towards you and they're picking up the pace. You can feel that your bucket and the key, the magnetism, points towards this being. Uh, I'm going to book it. I'm leaving. (laughs) The other way deeper in i guess because he was he was the direction i wanted to go yes so you go sprinting away and you can feel the magnetism you can feel your bucket and the key are kind of like slowing you down because they're pointing towards and being pulled into this person and they're just moving and moving and picking up the pace and you're hopping as fast as you can and they're sprinting now and you're both sprinting down the halls and it's and that's where we're going to take a break. No. Oh, man. I'm so glad this is a break and not end of episode.
Hello, it's Seth, but this time mid-roll man, not DM. Uh, I got a lot of announcements today, so I'm going to get through them real quick, which I feel like I say real quick every time, and it's not. But I'm going to try. So first up, Patreons. We have a new Patreon to shout out, and their name is Fen or Finn. It's, well, it's F3NN, and I assume the three's an E. So Fen. Thank you so much for uh, supporting the show. And I speak on behalf of all of the crew here uh, that it means a lot to us that, you know, you'd be willing to support our show that way. Um, And if anybody else is interested, uh, you can join our Patreon. Uh, I would recommend the $2 tier so you can get into our awesome Discord community where we do like game nights and and other cool stuff. And we're going to be running some uh some one-shot games with some of the patreons there as well so if you're interested in that hop on board and also uh a shout out to our legend tier patreon randy of course as i mentioned before randy uh now because of the tier he's at he gets a shout out every episode so get used to hearing the name randy a lot um and thank you to both randy and fen and of course all the other patrons that are still <laughs> patrons uh we really appreciate all of you um next up for announcements if you want to support the show not by using patreon you can always uh review us on itunes or Podchaser. that really does help us uh because you know the more reviews you get the more visible you can be in the in the like iTunes charts so when people are like looking for new podcasts to listen to ours will show up more frequently so stuff like that really does help us and it's free um another free way to support us is telling your friends and your mothers and fathers and daughters and sons and nephews and nieces and everyone around you uh sometimes coworkers too just shout our names from the rooftops and uh and I'll send you uh a little message saying thanks and I'm just going to cut that thanks and then send it to you if you do that so uh yeah if, if you want to support the show that way we really do appreciate it um on top of that let me see if you want to keep up to date with our stuff we've been releasing a lot of updates recently which i'll get to in a second but if you want to follow our updates and some uh live news about our show you can follow us on twitter at cheaper dungeon or on facebook and instagram just search cheaper by the dungeon you'll find us uh but in terms of announcements two super big ones first one is that we have another musical coming up Yes. It's not great pass-around theme like Christmas as per usual. This time it is a summer musical, and I promise you it is good. It is it is going to be better than all the other musicals we've done so far. I think it blows it out of the water, and it's coming August 18th. So mark it in your calendars. It's going to be nuts. And the reason that it's coming August 18th and not sooner or later is because we are going to be releasing the rest of season two on a weekly basis yes august for the entire month of august we're going to be going on a weekly schedule so that means let me grab my calendar which i never have open when i do this for some reason okay so for august we're going weekly instead of bi-weekly so it's gonna be a lot of content really quick uh so that means next tuesday august 4th we're gonna have season finale well season two finale part one August 11th, we're going to have season finale part two. And then immediately the day after that, on August 12th, we're going to have the final season two, part three of the finale. 
Um, we split that last one up into two just so it's more digestible. Um, but it's it's going to be insane. And then August 18th after that, we're going to have the summer musical. And August 25th will be our two-year celebration and Q&A. And uh, man, the time flies. Wow. Jacob's staring at me right now. I don't know why he's not in the mid-roll with me. He's at my place right now, and uh, he's just watching me do this mid-roll, and I can just see a little smirk on his face as he's just giggling over the fact we've been doing this for two years. I don't know if it's a happy giggle or he feels like a crazed bad man. (laughs) You could probably hear him in the background. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so all of August, that's going to be the schedule, and then after that, we're going to go back to bi-weekly, and we'll have like a little bit of an in-between seasons break where... Actually, Jacob, you over there, you're going to be doing a one-shot for us and then some other stuff. Um, So get excited for that. Uh, But I feel like I've taken up way too much of your time. Let's get back to the rest of this second Grand Treasure because it's going to be a doozy. I think think this is a good episode. So enjoy the rest, and I will talk to you next time in the Season 2 Finale Part 1 in one week. All right. Take care, everybody. And we're back. Oh, my gosh. And you can hold on to your butts because we're not going to start with Zippy. We're going to start with Darian Peterson. <sighs> so, Darian and Peterson, you have just cast this wall of flame, and it's breezed out and is burning all these white-eyed uh, library folk, I suppose. And it is burning them and everything, and they're still jumping and, like, hurling themselves towards you. First, I want you both to make a dexterity save. Okay. 18 plus 2, modify 20. That's 10 plus 7, 17. The first ones, they're kind of like starting to trickle in. There's like a few that like immediately ran through the fire and the rest are like the horde is coming. Uh, And the first few, you're just like dodging and pushing away as they're like kind of hurling themselves at you. Uh, They're just like trying to grab you and, and grab your heads. Uh, and specifically your eyes too they're trying to like reach for your eyes and you're just pushing them to the sides and pushing them away Uh, but more are coming what do you want to do is the way we came down the stairs open yes but you can see looking up now the people on the other floors are starting to make their way like there's a few on the stairs it's like because you're burning the books it's like attracting all of them so, but it's just like a few, though, right? As opposed to like 150 in front of us. Yeah, it's about 20. 20. Okay. 20. Uh, oh. DM, am I able to pull down my mask without using up an action? Sure. Okay. Uh, just because I'm thinking that the smoke is going to impair my vision, but these zombies, do they have life? Uh, you look, and they do have, like, you know, kind of blue magic veins, like life, yeah. Okay, well, I guess it doesn't matter, because we still gotta get through them. Okay. Yeah. I'm all ears, tall one! Um, so just to just confirm, Seth, before we make a decision here. So in front of us, there's basically just a crowd of, like, 150 on-fire windy zombies. And a Chanzog, yes. And a Chanzog. Okay. Yeah, there's no hope there, so... Okay. Peterson, we got no hope forward. Call your birds in. We gotta make our way back up to the top. There's at least a few of... There's there's less of them there. Come on, 
Let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna like shaman magic-y, snap my fingers, and they're coming. It all, okay. it all depends on how fast they can fly here. And I am gonna start running up the stairs, and when Peterson is up with me on the stairs, I'm gonna take out my wand of webs, and I'm gonna cast the web spell on the staircase to try and slow the zombies on the lower floor. Okay, so you like start moving up the staircase and to stop like the horde, yeah. you're gonna cast wand of web. Okay. Yeah, because then a bunch it. of them will get stuck, and then hopefully they'll kind of like pile into them, and it'll it'll slow things down for a little bit at least. And DM, so, yeah, okay, good. So I don't think you have to roll since you're just kind of laying it as a trap. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just immediately cast it, and a thick, stringy web just stretches and reaches to like the banister railing of the of the stairs, as well as the walls and and some of the book casings. It just encapsulates and makes kind of like a little web bubble. Uh, just on the entrance to the stairs, which you have just immediately gone up a little bit. And DM, there are still 20 zombies coming down the stairs? Yes. Ugh. Fireball. Boom. Fireball? Yeah, I'm going to fireball up the stairs. Oh like, shoot it up the stairs. Hopefully, it just like like a bowling ball going up some stairs, basically. I'm okay. I got to roll, right? So Dexterity saving throw, uh, DC 16. I will roll two, one for half, and one for another half. Okay, they both... Yeah, everybody fails. Yes! Praise the Lord. Okay, uh, 8d6 damage, so... 19 points of fire damage. Okay, yeah, you cast just a huge fireball, and it just goes blazing up the stairs, uh, and it's just knocking through these guys. Some of their arms get, like, blown off and just completely, like, separated from their bodies, but they're still, like, moving and now sprinting towards you down the stairs. All of them are still standing. None of them died? Nope. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm dodging through them, I guess. Like, we gotta run through. We gotta run through. Okay. Darian, are you doing the same thing? Man, if only we had someone who knew Thunderwing! (laughs) Hold on, let me just double... Double check. Wait a minute, Tarwan. Couldn't you just use the the immovable rod? They're probably not very nimble. They can't duck underneath it or make them trip with it. <laughs> They're ahead of us. Oh yeah, never mind. Um. Okay, I know exactly what we gotta do. Like we're basically just about to get sworn by these guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. I okay. I'm going to jump in front of Peterson, and I'm going to try and cut a path through uh, the wounded ones in front of us. Okay, I wow. want you to make a, a strength saving throw. Oh, thank you for making the saving throw. <laughs> yes, thank you for making the saving throw. Uh, that's still 13 plus 8, 21. Okay, so just like in the Amazon jungles, or should I say... Uh, the leeks garden jungles you guys are cutting your way through uh you're just in front just like weed whacking essentially and just chopping them down as they're like jumping towards you you just slash it and you put it off its balance and it goes falling down the stairs uh and you're cutting your way through but the ones that you're pushing to the side and tripping are like laying and they get caught on the web some pile up near the web and are picking themselves up and now running at you from behind. 
and you notice behind the the web wall is being clawed at and the fire on some of these like zombies is like burning the webs a little bit so they're starting to break through and tear down the web but you still have about 10 zombies in front of you up the stairs you have five chasing you from behind what do you want to do I just want to take a quick moment to point out how interactive. It's like Breath of the Wild. It's like there's web, and then the fire that we cast before is burning the web. Beautifully done. <laughs> it's I must. It's very commendable. Um, is um are we are we're still on the staircase? We haven't made it to the floor above us yet. Yeah, you've made it to the floor above. You're you're okay. like moving up to the next floor now. Can we cut to the railing on that floor? How full is that floor? That floor has about, uh, like, six zombies there now. Like, it's not as packed. Okay, Tower One, I know. Can we make it to the railing? Are the, will the birds be there? De- uh, Tower One, remember on the ship how we jumped off? And I'm just going to start running towards the rail. And I'm going to run behind him. And, again, trying to cut down any zombies that get a minor his way. Okay, both of you make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, man, I can't keep rolling good all night. I know. No! No! <laughs> oh, shoot. No! What happened? No, 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 Natural 20. I- I'm just kidding. Natural 1. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I got a 15 plus 7 again, so 22. Okay, Darian, you are moving through and cutting out your path and pushing these zombies away from you. There's only a few, so it's easy, and you're booking it, and you're sprinting, and you still have a little Zephyr strike left, and you're sprinting, and you get to the railing, and you're about to jump, but then you turn back and see Peterson is being dragged back towards the stairs. One of them has grabbed him by the legs and he's kind of like being dragged as he's craw- like clawing into the floorboards. Peterson is being dragged back. Son of a bitch. I'm going to cast haste on myself. And haste gives me an extra action. It's concentration. Um, doubles my movement and gives me an extra action. I'm going to sprint over. I'm going to cut down all the zombies pulling Peterson, I'm going to pick him up and just start running to the railing. Okay. You blitz through. Uh, Make a strength saving throw this time again. Any advantage or anything with haste going? Uh, Yes, advantage. Uh, That's uh, 18 plus 8, 26. Okay. You sprint and just boost of speed to go save Peterson and there's some zombies in front of you before getting to Peterson who's being dragged and you just full on like lower your shoulder like lift them over yourself and just like hurl them over you um, as you're just like ramming your way through to get Peterson you can see Peterson you are like being dragged and you're kind of helpless because you rolled so freaking bad (laughs) and you are just being dragged and Darian, Peterson's right there to grab. There's two zombies on each of his legs, and they're dragging him towards the pit uh, down, like, the stairs again, where you can see the webs are just about to break, and the horde is about to be unleashed. I throw the dancing sword forward ahead of me uh, to cut one zombie with a bonus action, pull out my other long sword to cut the other, and then I grab Peterson and start running. And then I want to leave the dancing sword there for a second to just cut at a few more uh, before zipping back to my hand. Okay, roll to hit. 
Wow, this is epic as hell. 21, 13 plus 8. Uh, and roll to hit again with the, the other sword? Uh, that's 9 plus 8, so 17. Okay, those both hit. The dancing blade just throws and just stabs through the one's head and stumbles, and they fall dead, and they let go of one of Peterson's legs. The other one, you go to cut down and just slash across the chest, and they immediately loosen their grip. You help Peterson up. Peterson, you're back on your feet. You're good to go. But just as you're helped up, the web cracks through. And you can just hear the sprinting. And they're not, they're like just still kind of like, like not very energetic, just moaning slightly. And they're just full on sprinting up the stairs. The horde is coming. What are you going to do? I'm going to cast my second wind fan down the staircase. So even if they succeed on the save, it still like halves their movement to slow them on the stairs. And then... Because uh, I still have haste going and have double movement, I'm going to sprint for the railing with uh, with um, Peterson. Adam, you were going to say something? Yeah, no. Uh, just going to ask, can I sense how close the eagles are? Uh, you cannot sense them because they're in another plane. What? That's right. That's right. So that means... Can you cast it again? Please tell me you can cast it again. Yeah. I... I ancestors! And I'm going to summon two... I'm going to summon two gorillas. What? Why? What? What? So they can climb. We're, the eagles can't fly... Like, they can't fly up. <laughs> you see before you... Darian, you go and cast the wind fan, and you can see the horde is, like, covering their faces and their eyes as you're, like, blowing the wind, and it's just slowing them down, and then you see before you, two gorillas right in your path. What? They'll carry us- What are these? They'll carry us down! I hope so. I run and jump on the gorilla's back. You grab, and they, like- they, they are holding you with one arm and their left arm's free, so they're, like, securing you behind their back with the one arm. Uh, what do you want to do, Peterson? The same thing? Yeah, totally. Well, I'm just going to grab onto its back like and, like, sit on its, like, on its shoulders. Sure. You both are mounted on these gorillas. Give the word. Descent! They just, like, start pouncing and jump off just as you see, the horde was broken, and they're running towards the railing. But once they get to the railing, they just look over the edge and see you jump. And whoa, you are holding on. You are like, the momentum. You land on the sixth level. The gorillas are holding on. And then the seventh level, you guys are jumping and jumping. But then out of the corner of your eye, you see another thing lands on the seventh level because you guys are like holding on to the railing of the balcony. You look over and see Chanzog with white eyes is holding on with all four arms and is going to run and try and punch your gorilla, Darian. You're the closer one of the two. It's like it goes Chanzog, then Darian, then Peterson. 
they go to swing and your gorilla sees it and goes and then like shifts and they punch right through the railing it seems like Chanzog's strength has like increased and they just punch right through no sense of pain and they're just staring at you with the white eyes what do you want to do keep this ending you said the gorilla was kind of holding me right yeah they're holding onto the railing with one arm and they're holding you behind their back with the other Okay, that means I can have two hands free. I'm going to draw the black bow, and because haste is still active, I'm going to shoot four arrows at him. One for each hand, baby! Crucify the son of a bitch! (laughs) Okay, roll the hit. Alright, Norman, I could use a hand. You've got it, friend. Um, Okay, so that's 18 plus 7, so 25... Uh, that's 9 plus 7, so that's 16. Those both hit. Does he go uh, blind? 12 plus 7 uh, is 19. And 3 plus 7 is 10. Um, so I'm assuming that third one doesn't hit. But yeah, the first three hit, he said. Um, and then, yeah, he makes a constitution saving throw, throw DC 18. So okay. I don't know if you want to roll that, Seth. I'll roll damage. DC 18? That's insane. That's 25 damage. Okay. You shoot it, and immediately the two bolts right in the chest, and they sting, and they're sticking into the hide. They really were launched. And you can just see some, like, purple blood oozing out, and their white eyes just glossing over and are completely black as they're kind of blinded. And you can see they're kind of, like, stumbling to hold on to the ledge. You guys, the gorillas... Eighth level. Ninth level. You guys are still moving down. And Chantog, hearing where you are, tries to make a leap. And they slam and they land on the eighth level. So you're one level lower. DM, can what do you want to do? Can I use Minor Illusion to create the sound of us landing off, uh, like, like right in the middle of the hole? So he thinks that if he follows that sound, he'll be landing on a rail, but... But he'll just plummet. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Um, I want you to roll performance check. Okay. Ancestors guide me. Oh. Three plus zero. Okay. You make it sound off in the center, and they can tell their their spatial awareness is very good and they can tell it's not it's not there probably like how when um, you lose your vision all your other senses are heightened exactly your gorillas move to the 10th level chanzog moves to the 9th and slip a little and they're holding on with one arm as they're like their blindness is really trying to affecting them with these hard jumps but they're holding on with one arm to the 9th level i if i can have a chance i'm going to shoot another four arrows at him okay so, uh, 18 to hit. Yep. Uh, that's a 15 to hit. That also hits. Uh, that's a non-natural 20 to hit. Of course that seven. hits. And then 11 plus 7, 18 to hit. So I think that's all four. Do, 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 do. Okay. Four arrows released. Right into Chanzog's back. And they're sticking again. And you can see more purple blood. And their one arm, Chanzog has tried so hard. 
but you don't have to roll damage or anything. It was 29, by the way. Okay, well, you do now, <laughs> I guess. But over the course, you've done enough damage to where Chanzog lets go. And you can see they hit the 10th floor railing and go spiraling down into the pit. Just... Did he really deserve that? Don't like, be swayed. Poor Chanzog. Making him sound like a martyr. He tried so hard. No, man. He he was a mind-controlled he, zombie. He, he couldn't even speak. He couldn't even speak <laughs> English. But Chanzog has been defeated. And you guys look up on your gorillas. And you just see a lot of white eyes looking down upon you from the balconies. Just staring down at you. And you can see some on the level in front of you. But they're all just staring at you. And you guys want to keep descending? I'm going to pat the gorillas and say, slow down, slow down. Take us down slowly. Like, I don't want them to keep jumping. I don't want them to get exhausted. I just want them to start climbing down. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah but we should make haste. I don't know. We haven't heard from Zippy in a while. All right, apes. okay. Maybe travel like a 6.5 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> they understand, and they start moving down. And I'm going to name them Mingo and Mango. Not Mongo. And Mongo was the original gorilla yeah. from way back. So Mingo and Mango. <laughs> Write that down. Okay. There's definitely going to be some consequences for killing the kingpin <laughs> of this freaking Look, place. He brought this on himself. I spared him the first time, and then he brought this on himself. Yeah, because the newspapers are going to be saying he brought it on himself. <laughs> Look, we just leave a trail of bodies wherever we go, okay? <laughs> okay. Cut. Dude. Do, 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 do. Zippy. Silence. You're sprinting. You can feel the vibrations behind you. Do, 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 do. And you're just, it's a straight dead way. It's just, it's just moving straight. The books aren't falling off the shelves or anything anymore. And your bucket and items are magnetically pulled to this being. And you're still running and running and running. Anything you want to do? Wall of stone. Boom. Okay. You, wall of stone behind you. A wall of stone goes so up. Wall of stone is a big deal. It's my highest spell I can do right How now. far do you want to make it? Like, do you want it to break through these these bookcases? Or it's like, a, it's a very thin hallway. Yes, just a complete, complete blockage in the hallway. Okay. A wall of stone right behind you. Goes up and you can feel the vibrations behind you as it's getting further. Like you feel the vibrations of the stone being melded and molded and building up. And then you don't feel any vibrations behind you anymore. It's like the stomping has stopped. Uh, I, I keep running. You keep running and running and running. And it seems like an endless hallway until all of a sudden it's a crossroads. You can go left, and it's another just hallway with bookshelves. But this way, if you go left, it's like you'll be running along kind of the rows. Like, you could, like, cut in at any point to, like, left or right. You know what I mean? Right, like a library. Like a library. Like a library! (laughs) Uh, You could go right and do the same thing, or you could keep going straight. Uh, I'm going to keep going straight. Why not? Okay. Darian Peterson! Where are you? That was a smart choice because you look forward and just as you run past, you don't even hesitate, you run forward. But you look to your right 
and you just see like something moved in the shadows and it's something new. Ugh. Something new? Yeah. You just catch a glimpse. You can't hear or see, like hear it or anything, but something new just like kind of tentacly like is just like all of a sudden whips away into the shadows and to the right. But you keep going straight. Um, I cast uh, freedom of movement on myself. Okay, what does that do? Read it out. <clears throat> you touch a willing creature, myself, uh, for the duration, <laughs> and the target's movement is unaffected by difficult terrain and spells and other magical effects. You can neither reduce... Uh, magical, magical effects can neither reduce the target's speed nor cause the target to be paralyzed or restrained. Okay. Holy, that's sick. You cast it on yourself, worrying that something's going to be out to reach you. And you keep moving forward and forward. And it's just silent. Um, uh, one second. Um, I'm going to cast Enhance Ability on myself. Um... I'm gonna put Cat's Grace on my. Although it's concentration, it would bring down my wall. Hmm. Is that other ability you just use concentration? No. Okay, cool. Um. uh, I'm gonna use a long strider on myself as well. Okay. What's that? that? (laughs) It's real fast. (laughs) <laughs> you you touch uh, a creature and the target speed increases by 10 feet until the spell ends. Um, it lasts for an hour. Um, and so I'm going to increase my speed by 10, which would bring me up to 45. Okay. You are moving and moving. And because you cast freedom of movement and your speed, you're moving And just out of one of the bookcases, you feel something goes to grab your leg. Like, it feels like something papery is about to just, like, touch your leg. You can feel, like, sandpaper a little bit on the front of your calf. But it, like, tries to restrain, but the freedom of movement unfurls it. And it goes off, and you look behind briefly, and you can see, like, some books are shuffling around. And you're just booking it really fast, straight forward. And then you feel another, like, sandpaper thing on your shoulder, and you look by, and the books are kind of, like, rumbling. And you're just moving forward and forward. And then in front of you, like, books are just falling off the shelves. All these books are falling off the shelves. All of them are just landing and landing. And you're looking and looking and and you're just, you still want to keep running forward? Uh, um, uh, is there like a, an area I can see that there's just nothing going on? Perception check very quickly with disadvantage. Like, just like a corner or something, you know? Just something. Mm-hmm. Ah! Another... <laughs> another... Nat 20. That's the third one. <laughs> holy. That's like my third in a row. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's holy. insane. 
You... I should have been fighting someone this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I think you are. You look around quickly and you can see that since the books are falling off the shelves, you can actually see through the shelves now. And you look forward, you can see it's still black, but you look left and it seems open and you could like jump through one of the shelves, you know what I mean? And slide through to the next row. Um, and it seems like just clear that way. Books are just falling all over on all shelves of all rows. But then you turn around to look right and poof, you see five rows over to the right staring through as the books fall. You can see standing in that row is the tall being. And they're just staring at you uh, through the shelves now. Uh, can, is, can he just always, always see me right now? So imagine you're in a library and all the books on the shelves yeah, were taken. Yeah, and then you can see through all the shelves. Yeah, he's five rows away from you. Like, like he's separated by the shelves. Okay, I'm going to run to the left. My goal is to find a spot. It can be anywhere, just as long as he doesn't, doesn't see me for like five seconds. You start diving through the rows and just like hurtling through them. You're small enough so you can do it and you're moving with such speed and you're moving and moving. And then you see it opens up. You just keep moving and moving. And then there's an area where it's not rows anymore. It's just a desk with a chair at it, like like a study hall desk, like a very large wooden table. And you could hide underneath the table, potentially. Okay, hide underneath the table. You slide under, and it's just this open little square area, like you would see in a library, with just a study desk and a chair at it. And you're underneath the table. Hearth of Moonlight and Shadow. What is that? I can touch a point in space and time, and it can create a um, a 30-foot radius sphere of magic, and essentially um, I'm, like, invisible to anything. Uh, light doesn't show anything. I uh, like n- nothing, and I get a five pl- a five plus bonus to dexterity and wisdom checks. So stealth and perception. Holy. Okay. So essentially, I'm invisible. You cast that, and my goal to do this is to hold out until Darian <laughs> and <laughs> Peterson get down. <laughs> Not a bad idea. <laughs> I can even like take a nap if I want. Hopefully. I don't know if I'd suggest that. <laughs> I'm invoking the gloaming court. <laughs> Please. You use your sleepy time powers and cast this. And this area is created. And you're just waiting. And waiting. And you're just going to keep waiting. Short rest. Okay, short rest. <laughs> short rest is like an hour. <laughs> I start trying to short rest. Well, these gorillas, they're only going 6.5 out of 10. So might take us a while. (laughs) And you wait. And it's been about five minutes. And then you sense a vibration coming near. And you can see the legs and the feet of this thing. They're very thin legs with large feet in these like clown-like shoes. They're just extremely large. And you can see they walk into this like steady area. 
and they walk and the feet are right near the table and you're just hiding out underneath there make a stealth check with all your bells and whistles I have a backup plan in case <laughs> I hope so <laughs> what <laughs> I can't believe this like what like it's a, it's another nat 20 no like, way you need to go, you need it, to go buy it, a lottery ticket <laughs> like it is oh my goodness <laughs> I can take a picture like it's, uh, it's, 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 it's fine I can't believe this, but it's incredible. Okay, so you are completely <laughs> invisible, and the feet are right near you, and their cape and cloak is dragging on the floor. And you can see this elongated hand with these long fingers just clutching this tiny wooden sword. And it's just dangling down there, and they stop around the table as you're hiding underneath. And then they start moving down another corridor and start moving away. Okay, well, I, I'm just going to keep yeah, resting. Well, not resting. I, I, now that he's there, I'm going to screw the short rest. I'm just going to just be all zen. Zippy okay. zen. You're going to meditate like you've seen Darian do. <laughs> yes. And roll a perception check Uh with your pluses and no disadvantage this time because you're in your hearth. So that was a two. <laughs> <laughs> so it can happen. Um, <laughs> a fifth natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm going to title it literally like free natural 20s. Or the something. odds of four natural 20s in a row is exponentially small because it's yeah. 5% chance to get a 20 every time. But in a row, it's multiplied against itself. So, anyways, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And this one started with a two, so I was like, "Oh my god!" Um, but then my eyes kept reading. Um, I got a six in total, but uh, two. You're saying there, all zen, and maybe you kind of zen out a little bit because you get comfortable here. Because five more minutes pass, and you're like, "Eh, nothing's happened." But then immediately, you feel. Like you're kind of like leaning back a little bit and you can feel like you're kind of like moving back a little bit and you're like, what? What? And then you open your eyes from your like Zen state and you look behind and the floor is falling. What? It's like you look behind and immediately five feet behind you, planks of wood, like the wooden floor with random carpets all over it. It's like falling apart. It's like decaying towards you. And you can see that the back legs of the table that the floor is supporting, the planks that are holding those up are... And the table comes down and bonks you on the head a little bit, but it's starting to slide and slide into this pit. Like pit of nothingness? You glance over and you can just see it's a pile, a mound of books... And no. like bookcases, and uh, and I guess this table, and you can see it's kind of moving like waves. It's just it's a pit. Yeah, it seems to be a pit. Like you don't see any levels or floors beneath you. You just see like before you could tell there was more floors beneath the seventy fifth level, but now you can see that it's just like 
books and and it just seems to be like kind of waving and pulsing like it's breathing like this mass just like of books and bookcases and now this table <laughs> I have to get out of here what the hell is with this place <laughs> this place is one big honey pot man it's one big honey pot <laughs> you can tell right behind you well you can't hear the cracks but you feel the boards crack behind you you are right on the edge of this book abyss uh uh alakazam and i i pull out the carpet and i start floating you can't say that exactly <laughs> you go to say alakazam and and nothing the carpet doesn't move Please make a dexterity saving throw. Does he still get his plus five? I don't think it's for dexterity in the in the hearth. If I die here it, in an episode where I got four natural twenties in a row, <laughs> <laughs> it's criminal. You did, you did go down into a grand treasure alone in Seth's defense. I couldn't do anything else. <laughs> no. Um. Perception? No, dexterity? Dexterity saving throw. That's a 11. You pick yourself up immediately as you scurry your feet away quickly, moving from your, like, cross-leg zen state, and the boards where you were sitting crumble, and you can see it's starting to crumble towards you quicker as you're, like, backing your feet up, and it's crumbling and crumbling towards you. What are you going to do? I'm going to cast Gust of Wind from behind me and give myself an oomph to get out of there. Okay. You You feel the burst of the wind as you're just trying to get your, like, you're trying to do, like, a really quick start with that and start sprinting, and you're starting to sprint again down the hallway. You can't tell. Your sense of direction's kind of been bogged up by the maze that you've been in, but you're moving and moving, and you look behind, and it's crumbling, and you can feel, all of a sudden, sandpaper on your front leg as, and you can see just a thread of, like, scroll-like paper slides off your leg because of your freedom of movement, which was the best spell you've ever cast and it it slides off your leg and it just goes and you can see the scroll like paper just descends into the pit it's like the pit is sending out these scrolls to grab you and you're moving and running make another dexterity saving throw um that's a 12 plus 3 is 15 you bookcases are starting to fall over because it's like no matter how fast you're running, this the floor is cracking right behind you, and bookcases are like toppling over now. These empty bookcases with all the books on the floor, and you're hopping and hopping, and they're like crashing in, and you bob and weave, and you're still just sprinting and sprinting, and then you look forward and see coming into view a ways off in front of you is the the man, the the being, the tall being is standing there. And it's just staring at you. And it's starting to sprint towards you now. Okay. Uh, am I being pulled? Are the items on me being pulled towards him? Or is that... Yeah. The Immediately as they come into view, the items, they actually weren't having a magnetic pull on them for a second. And then they do now. Okay. I used, I used the pull to 
make me run even faster towards him. And with the extra speed and with the freedom of movement, I'm going to run at him as fast as I can uh, with the magnetic pull and everything. I'm going to try to use that to slide under him in like a slingshot. And as soon as I slide under him, use another gust of air. Make an acrobatics check or athletics check with advantage. Okay, the first one was a five. (laughs) The the second one is an 18. You need to acrobatics? Yeah. It's a 21. Okay. You feel the pull and you slide and you go right underneath. You are moving, and even though it's pulling you back, like, your freedom of movement cancels it all out, even though the magnetism's there, it just cancels it out, because of the freedom of movement. And you're just blasting ahead, and you're gaining some ground, and the giant is, like, running, and they're kind of, like, tripping a little bit as the floor is kind of breaking behind them. And you can see, all of a sudden, they go falling back into the abyss of books. Damn. Uh, I keep, uh, I keep writing. I, I maybe I'm gonna try and go for the exit, like uh, the entrance I came from initially. You keep looking for the exit and moving forward and forward, and make another perception check, but with disadvantage this time because you're outside the herd. Uh, so that's a seven my lowest roll and then I got plus four is is 11 you look out and you're so focused and moving so fast that you don't notice that the floor ahead of you is also starting to decay it's like a new pit is opening up ahead of you in front of you make a dexterity saving throw to see if you can jump over this newly forming pit this is like the worst Freaking day ever. Um, I got a 19. That's plus 322. You go to jump and you make it over the top. Yes. Yay. (laughs) Can you just imagine what, like, I have escaped death so many times down here, boys. And when I (laughs) meet up with you two, you'd be like, Zippy, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Westboro you're moving and moving and moving and you see that the pits behind you are growing and this like pulsing wave of books is just coming and it's just pulsing like it's like breathing and all of a sudden you look behind because you feel vibrations starting to shake rapidly and you can see the pit of books is like growing and raising out of the pit and it's bursting through the ceiling above you and then you feel vibrations and then it starts raining down on you books just books are raining down on you as you're sprinting uh make another dexterity saving throw oh man impossible with advantage no. <laughs> um, With a that's a four plus a three, so it's a seven. You 
it's like downpouring. You are surviving. This is probably the most danger you've ever felt in your whole life, Zippy. As books are raining down. You've jumped over. You've been dodging, bobbing, weaving. Books are falling and raining down on you. And it, you see as you're ra- running, you notice a flicker of flame. Your torch. <sighs> you see it. A ways, way off. You can see the faint glimmer as the b- books are raining down on you. And they're covering. And then it's it's like downpouring and you're raising your head. And it's just like crushing and crushing you and, and slowing you down. And it's just constantly pouring and more and you're raising your arms and you're trying to gust of wind these books away everything it's just like nothing it's just constantly raining books and you see the flame it's starting to lose sight as books are starting to pile up all around you and you're spark you're starting to be buried alive and the floor beneath you is just shaking I scream out Darian Peterson Nothing is said Make a wisdom saving throw Uh I got a 16 plus my wisdom plus proficiency 24 Books are falling all around you you scream out you reach out and your hand is just getting bombarded with books and you're burying buried alive it's up to your like waist now in books you're trying to move and trudge your way through. And you see books and pages are opening. And all these pages. But you don't look. You, you know that if you look, it's over. And you close your eyes. And you just feel vibrations. And you feel the books barding you. And you close your eyes and it's silent. And then you feel like the books are just piling up to your neck and just to your head and books. You feel like this is going to be it. But then the books stop hitting you. But you keep your eyes closed. You can still hear it's like, or you can't hear, you can feel the vibrations that it's still raining. And you can feel the vibrations that is still going on, but it's not happening around you anymore. And with your eyes closed, cutting through the silence, you hear a voice just say, Be still. And you open your eyes, and you can see the giant cloaked figure is holding himself as like a bubble around your head to block the books from raining down on you (laughs) what and they're just like covering you as much as they can as they're being buried and they have themselves and you're being like wrapped around them you can see their chest right above your head and you just see uh, one of their hands reaches into their cloak and pulls out a little paper boat and with a shaky hand hands it to you and puts it towards your mouth for you to take while shaking and trembling with a hand uh, I 
I grab it with my mouth. You take it. And they put their giant palm on your head and rest it. And the books are still pounding and you see their back is starting to break. And then the two fingers, two of their fingers start sliding down your face. And they close your eyelids shut. I don't, I don't like that. (laughs) Uh... And you can feel a warm breeze over you. Seth, is this death? Am I dead? <laughs> like, what? A, a warm breeze courses over your body. And your arms and legs that were restricted in the books, you can move all of a sudden. And you feel like through your eyes, like normally it's dark when your eyes were closed, but now it seems like light is coming through. And you feel restricted, all of a, less restricted all of a sudden. And you open your eyes. And you're in the white space. And you see Paige. And Paige is just like, oh, 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 hey, Zippy. How's it going? I was just playing games. I was, I was waiting for one of you to come by. Maybe you were the ball guy. I was getting pretty bored. I was, t- this is my nap. I'm taking a nap right now. No, I have to get out of here. I can't be sleeping at a time like this. Wait. Even though even though I admitted to wanting to do a short rest a bit ago, but <laughs> I I gotta get out of here. Wait, what do you mean? Wait, why uh, why aren't you take? Are you like in trouble? Why naps are usually when you're safe. That's at least when I do them. No, I. This is involuntary right now. I have to get out of here. This isn't time for another dream shenanigan. Where's the exit? Oh, I... I don't know. I... I don't normally... do... uh... exits. We just, you kind of wake up when you wake up. That's how a sweep works. You should know this by now. You're kind of... like a sweep... you sweep more than me. Uh, I start pinching myself. You start pinching yourself, trying to wake up, and nothing's happening. Mm. And then you look over, and you can see a door appears in the white space. And, oh, hello! It's Viso! I thought I heard somebody come in. Hey, my furry friend! You! Get me out of here now! Okay, well, we're gonna have to wait, because I've wanted to talk with you. Did Darian relay my message? I understand you wanted to talk to me, but I'm at the second grand treasure right now, and I need to... It's, it's like the height of a of intensity right now. Oh. Well, that's a curious place to be. What? I get you're a treasure hunter, but jeez. Uh, why would... You, that one's super dangerous. Everybody knows that. We had to get our uh, a special item. It was like a piano key. Well, whatever. I'm not... I don't care. If If, if you're here... That means you're still alive over there, so it's all good, okay? So just stop stressing. Uh, let's talk. And then he snaps his finger, and a little round table appears with three chairs. Uh, Paige, here's one for you, but I don't anticipate you being involved in this conversation much. Z- Zippy, come on, take a seat. But what if I suffocate? 
I could, uh, maybe I'm alive now, but I could be losing air. Fine. You're a god. Can't you put like a protective bubble around me or something? Fine. Or sense, but... sense that if I'm going to die and then you can wake me up. Okay, but listen, I will, fine. Okay, if I wake you up, will you promise to sleep right after? Like if you you get out of your situation? Well, how important is this conversation? <laughs> the I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, listen, I'm I'm not on a super strict deadline, but I do have stuff I want to do. So, um, yeah, I gotta wake up. I, <laughs> I, I, I will literally have the best sleep of my life as soon as this is done, and and then, and then we can talk all you want. Okay, okay, jeez. Fine, okay. Well, see you soon. And they snap. And you come too. (laughs) And you still hear silence, but you look up and you're lying on the floor on your back and you can see the torch above you that you lit stuck into the bookcase. Uh... I, I grab it and then wait. Do I do I, do I turn around? Do I see the the big guy again? You look back and you don't see the big guy. You don't see any of the pit. You don't see any of the raining books. You don't see any of that. Wait, I shuffle through. I'm, is the piano key still there? No, you shuffle through your stuff and and you find ding. Yeah, piano keys in your possession, and it's not really being magnetically pulled anymore. But you also notice in your in your bag a little paper boat. It looks like aged paper, but it's just folded into a little boat. Uh, I'll keep it for now. I'll unfold it later because that's what I want to do. Um, this is staircase, right? Uh, staircase. Yeah, you look around for a staircase, uh, and you can't really see one. You know from looking up uh, above that the staircase was at, like, the edge, the outer ring of it. And you know that down here, there's probably no real outer ring, it seems. Wait, can I hear again? No, it's still silent. Um, Okay, I'll turn into, like, a bird, I guess. I think it's the best thing I can do, or else I'm stuck down here. Okay. Uh, I'll turn into, like, like, a giant eagle. You turn into a giant eagle, and you're there. Uh, get me out of here. I'm flying up. You start flying up, and flying, and flying, and uh, you start moving. 70, 69, 68, 67, and you move and move and you're going, and you can hear... Once you pass the 50th floor, you hear the wings, and you can hear again. And you look up, and at the 40th level, slowly, carefully climbing down are two <laughs> giant gorillas. <laughs> you we were bozos. on eagles. <laughs> hey, it was a good thing we didn't go down there, man. The chance of all of us making those saves? No way. <laughs> um... Uh, I do like a nice little twirl to communicate that it's me. 
Zippy, you're okay. A giant eagle is attacking us. Told the dead. (laughs) (laughs) I don't do that. Uh, Yeah, I think we recognize him. Westboro! Did did you get what we need? Are we okay? Yeah, I I nod. Yeah, I have everything. Okay, I guess we'll start making our way up. (laughs) The gorillas hate you. (laughs) Well, at least we didn't go all the way to the bottom. Uh, DM, no, you what, certainly took what do time. we see on these floors? Uh, you see on the lower floors, you still see there's random white-eyed people, but it's still just like books and stuff. You know, the same thing. Let's not push our luck. Yeah. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Does Zippy say that? Uh, I can't. I'm a bird. Uh, I, I pull up and I, I encourage them to jump on my back. I I do so. <laughs> Uh, man, I just <laughs> the gorillas. Right? Let the gorillas go, man. We should. Well, they should have been eagles anyway. It's not just that. It's just that. Like I think it's just hitting Peterson now that we're gonna evacuate this place, and his whole his all-consuming objective has been to come here. This is because I can't. I mean, Peterson, are you are you coming on? Tall one. Yes. Ancestors, forgive me. And I'll I'll tell my gorilla Mingo to hand me over and put me on the eagle as he kind of like hovers there. You two, come up to the top and meet me outside. <laughs> if you know, try to. 10 out of 10 speed this time. Maybe maybe you should just, like, release them. I really think the, the, the spell might be done by the time they get up there. Well, you never know. Waste, don't, waste not one not. Oh, okay. <laughs> Double time. <laughs> Good luck, gorillas. A si- a, like a side adventure of gorillas going up, and there's just, like, the horde of zombies <laughs> going down <laughs> to just eat them the point where he could have easily just like no they're gonna get ma- make it out <laughs> I want a one shot about these apes <laughs> getting out of here sorry I just want to communicate to Sippy as um by the way Chris is bound by the exit let's just make sure to grab him before we uh before we get out of here also things might be on fire up top it was a little bit crazy so um uh, just fair warning I'm picturing like a uh, return of the yeah, return of the, I'm picturing a Return of the Jedi like Millennium Falcon leaving the destroyed Death Star thing going on. <laughs> That's pretty much what happens. Darian and Peterson, you jump on Sippy's eagle back and you start flying up, passing by the levels and flying. And all the while, you look around you and you just see all the available white-eyed people are now just holding on to the the banister railings and just staring at you as you're ascending all the white eyes are just watching you and they're not like chasing or jumping after you or anything they're just watching you as you fly up the center even the flaming ones at the top like the flames have kind of gone out or simmered down they're still going a little bit but uh they're still like just all watching you with blank stares and you fly up to the top and you get to the first floor where the only person there is Chris and they're knocked out by the entrance 
I go and I hoist him over my shoulder. Hold on, hold on, tall one, West, Westboro. We, what? We, we can't leave. I mean, now that there's no threat, and you have your key, didn't you want to amass knowledge here? Peterson, I don't think uh, this is the kind of library you just borrow books from. It seems like there's something more nefarious in this one than there was in the first. I don't think it's safe to stay. Although I do want to try one thing before we go. Did you hear something? Okay, I agree. Let's go, let's go, let's go. (laughs) You feel... Oh, power please, no. building in your leg and ass. The blue flower tattoo oh, is shoot. building. Zippy, use the key. I'm really curious. Before this pops. Oh, oh, the blue flower is building on him. Okay. Uh, but he's still an eagle, right? It's hard with my giant talons. <laughs> uh, you sh- sure? Because like we need an escape out of here, and I don't, th- I don't have another animal, like thing. It's building. Uh, oh gosh. Uh, okay, I guess okay, we're not gonna get Okay, to uh, we'll figure it out. Um, so that Darian can experience this in case he passes out. I put the piano key in the floor, or the, rather the area, banister, whatever we're still on, and then I hit the note. You put it on the banister. All the white eyes looking up towards you. And you sink the piano key in. And then you can feel it's just like amplified and super loud. And it just engulfs the area. And all the white-eyed people hold their ears and start sprinting. Some are diving down into the pit. They're diving down off the railings. They're running away. They're trying to get away from the sound as much as possible. And they're just diving and running. And you release it. And they're still just running and and diving. I wonder what would have happened if I used that way down there. Mm. You'd be swarmed, dude. They're all going down there. Well, they're all running away. Wait, what's going on with the blue flower situation? Yeah, I'm about to pop. It's building. It's building. (laughs) They can feel the power building. Chris is there. What do you want to do? We need to get out. Uh, is there? Did anything else happen, or did they, they just ran away? They're just all diving off, like suiciding into the pit and running away. That's that's what's happening. I knowing what's going to happen, I'm just going to start walking towards the exit and say, "Taller one, carry me if this knocks me out." Yeah, Peterson, okay. but this was this was your dream to come here. I know, but there's nothing we can do until. This affliction is dealt with. You, do, yeah, we don't have time. Start feeling it building and building, and you guys are right near the exit with with Chris, and you hear some pitter patter of feet coming from the stairwell. What, kid? Oh my god! I, I knew you guys cannot, st- Darian. You are never leaving my side from now on. Yeah. Uh, what he said, we just came, we pulled the airship just out front. We were worried about you. Because Darian Peterson, you guys are not in any like position to be doing this stuff right now. Let's go. Onward, let's go. Yes. We can't get out of here. Let's go. 
I'm gonna catch. So I saw Chris on my shoulder. Yeah, I'll start running with everyone else. I kind of snap out of it and run too. You guys are all sprinting and running, uh, and Yogurt's helping you carry Chris, uh, and Draken the whole time is just scolding you, Darian, just being like, "You <laughs> moron! What are you thinking?" <laughs> and I get you're running, it, Mom. <laughs> and you're running and sprinting, and you can see just out the front door. You can feel the sliding and moving of the second grand treasure, like Michi, the outside thing. And you're running, and you can see the Sparrow. The airship is just out front, and it's the docking thing is right out, out front. And you can hear people yelling, the nomads below being like, Hey, stop! Get the airship off there! What the hell? Darian and Peterson, you feel that it's building and building. And you guys all land on the bottom deck of the Sparrow. And Draken's just like, Okay, well, kid... You're not allowed to leave my sight anymore, because you could go down at any moment, apparently, because you're just a freaking narcoleptic death walk thing, and, 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 are you listening? Uh. Damn it. Boom. That's where we're going to take a break. And end the episode. Uh. No, we're ending the episode there. No!